0: Frotto.
1: what Sam?
0: What's the answer to this question?
1: Oh Sam, I can't help you. What what is it a transcend neek anyway? It, it's nothing unnatural, is it? Shh. gentlemen, might remind you that there be no cheating on this final exam, or you shall not pass. Good morning, students. Welcome to school. Remember, the thought of the day is... The world's a hungry place, a dark place. Maybe there's more of them or things like them or worse, but there's more people like you, too. People who stand. Welcome to Ecology 101, the study of the nerd and geek in their natural habitat. I'm Gary. It's Rudy. i Angie. Angie, hey. Angie, welcome today. I'm glad you're with us Thanks today. For- Yes, and so um, this and is... We're, kind of, the say, oh, we're the knights who say... we're the knights <laughs> who say... Neek. You know where that comes from, right, Angie? Monty Python?
2: That,
1: yeah, Black uh, Yeah, uh, actually the, the Holy Grail. Holy the, Grail. The knights who yes. say neat, and we change it to Neek. <laughs> so uh, honoring our nerd brothers from the past, right? So they're ancestors, <laughs> so you go. Um, so we, this is kind of fun. you guys, The first time you guys meeting today, um, let me get some introductions real quick. So John Pepe, who's not here today... Good He's doing his thing. Uh, he he met you with a, getting his book published, so you've done book editing, by the hand editing, right? Which we'll talk about later. Yeah. And had mentioned that you have done podcasting before, and said, "Hey, we need to add the female touch to our podcast." And with you, we also have a new genre, which is horror, right? Which you do. Yeah, so, correct. yeah. So you and Rudy first time meeting. This is awesome. So we're gonna jump right into it too. So tell us a little bit about why you got into why this genre? Why is it your genre? What do you like about it?
2: You yeah, um, know, since I was a little kid, I've always loved to be scared, and uh, it just always made me feel yeah, uh, it made me feel uh-huh. more alive. Right. Uh, and um, it, it started out probably with the boat scene from the Willy Wonka movie. Oh. Uh, yes.
0: Yeah. We just when I was really a little kid,
2: kid.
1: There's so many That's different
2: like triggers. Do you want
1: us to sing that? <laughs> <laughs> <No>. Something. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so when I, I always knew I wanted to be a writer also. So when I was in the eighth grade, my Aunt Carol gave me a copy of the book Christine by oh, Stephen King. Yes. And my, mm-hmm. my mom is so upset about that today. <laughs> <laughs> Who's <got> my kid? <laughs> so I kind of knew at that point what I wanted to write, that mm. I wanted to write something that would scare other people the way that I had been scared gotcha. my whole life gotcha. still so continue to be scared so <laughs> right? that's
1: how I got into horror got it gotcha there you go get the heart beating <laughs> let's go <laughs> fun stuff and it's uh that's um you know it's funny i uh talk about i don't do so much the gore but the psychological that part that there's a so many elements to horror
0: right so yeah that, you know when, when we always talk about it when we go to these uh convention uh, these comic book conventions the whole uh, the cosplay is, you know, is an art form that's, you know, so cool, beautiful, interesting stuff like that. And I went to, oh. I went to one horror convention, the um, uh, Fang Fangdom. Fangoria? Fangoria. Fangoria. Yeah. I remember the magazine. And so I, um, I, um, I was a third wheel with a couple of friends that, you know, had did it every year. I was like, right. yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, sure, I'll, yeah. some, something new. And the whole the artistry, <laughs> the makeup, and everything—it right. was, it was so cool, so interesting to me. And wow. I, I get you know the people that are uh, the that, that are that are really involved in in, in that interesting and uh, that uh, industry and that genre. And, you know, it's really cool, and it's and it's really a uh, you know uh, you know a universe in itself. And, yeah,
1: right. Uh, there you go. So thank you for letting us open up this fandom. We've had the three for a while: the sci-fi hero and fantasy. And so this is a big step for us to do that too, so we're excited.
2: Well, and you know, horror is making such a huge leap and bounds in the comic book world right now, especially with writers like Colin Bunn, who Mm. have just really opened up that genre. I mean, obviously Robert Kirkman kind of brought it along with The Walking Dead, but Colin Bunn right now is the hottest horror writer out there, and I think it's opened up this whole new universe, verse in the comics and graphic novels, for people to... Experience horror in a whole new way, right? It's
1: spilling over in Netflix yeah, and, a lot of those and, those and go early right 90s into the uh,
0: or mid '90s spawn kind of tiptoed in that genre, yes. too.
1: right? So you got those things, yeah. So, and what's neat is, uh, so we're kind of throwing you right in, which you're awesome with it. Uh, you got a couple of blog posts. So what do you have coming out on God of Man Geeks? You've got a couple of blogs, right? Yeah, so we're
2: doing a four-part series here. The first three parts are going to be the and the don'ts of the zombie apocalypse. Oh because, yeah, you know. It's coming. Right.
1: (laughs) And I don't want to be caught unprepared. That's right.
2: Exactly. So if there's something like that that did happen one day, then, you know, we can have you all prepared. And then the fourth uh, article in there is going to talk about God within the zombie apocalypse universe. Right. Because there's very few times that God is brought up, apparently... It's just assume that if there's a zombie apocalypse, that's too that scary God to talk about. Come on, <laughs>
1: that's right. yeah. Yeah, exactly.
2: So, you don't see God a whole lot, but there are some places that you see God show up in that universe, especially with Herschel Walker from uh, Herschel from The Walking Dead, mm. and um, so it's it just it, uh, played by Scott, Scott Walker and a uh, very interesting. Uh, you know how he explores his space within the apocalypse, and oh, I think that nice. that's going to be really interesting to look
1: layers. At. Good layers of that too. So yeah. that's awesome. Well, and we're about to step into okay.
2: Oh,
0: <laughs> we're uh, we're talking about Robert uh, Robert Kirkman, and he's kind of you know he's the one that kind of bled into uh, the Marvel comments with the Marvel. You meant that you
1: meant that point right? Bled into it. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. That's
0: yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> how it works. Pun <laughs> pun taken.
1: Right? Pun taken. That's right.
0: And so, yeah, he, you know, he, he's a lot of his uh, his stuff has, uh, you know, uh, gone into Marvel, uh, the Marvel zombie. Ah, uh, uh, oh yes, Marvel zombie. Mar- Marvel, yeah. Where's zombie, that going uh,
1: too? I haven't heard about that. Where's, oh, that's another show. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and then um, I don't know if uh, he did uh, the Star Wars one once too. But, oh, I heard um, about that. They had Star, uh, Star Wars. Zombies heard about two. that one too, Angie? Yeah, yeah there was. Uh, wow. There was the. Uh, the comic series where and uh, and they and they almost uh, touched it on the clone wars where the uh the wow. the clone troopers were you know infected uh, oh with the yeah oh interesting yeah. so um so there was uh there was kind of like this uh, bacteria that, that they got from space and all the stormtroopers were turning into zombies. Oh, interesting. Yeah. they already I drones. I <laughs> d- <laughs> did that earlier on, but there was an episode that was similar to that. that oh, kinda, I do remember that one. That kind of triggered, like, oh, it's kind of like Star Wars, the,
1: the stormtrooper zombies. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Interesting. There you go. So it's all bled into other things too. So, so today we're going to, and this is interesting, so we're going to look in a sequel, right? To The Shining, Dr. Sleep starring, you know who that in it? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes, right, Ian McGregor. When I first met you, I told you that you should hide. That you should keep your head down. Keep your shine out of sight. But I was wrong. Shine on, Aberstone. very, oh. very is that his name? <laughs> is that his name? <laughs> I thought it was Obi-Wan. <laughs> i into zombies now. Anyways, um... So this is really great. This is a really neat sequel, done really well. And so I, I told Angie, you know what would be kind of cool? If you want to lead out on this one, we're going to... I've got a few things to hit, but maybe we could talk about uh, the movie and, you know, maybe the premise behind it and uh, and Danny's continuing journey, right, through all this too and what we learned about yeah. The Shining. So why don't you go ahead, lead us out, and let's talk about it.
2: Yeah. So, cool story. Um, I was in... Uh, Colorado last November for a book signing oh at the family hotel. that is. And <laughs> yeah, the family hotel is where Stephen King stayed and got his inspiration for The Shining yes. to write the book. Yes. So, supposedly one of the most haunted hotels in the world. Yes. Uh, and so I, I jumped at the chance to do a signing there, and it happened to be wow. opening weekend of Doctor Sleep.
1: Oh my gosh! So, Great timing.
2: Uh, Yes, yeah, so a group of us on Friday night before the signing, we went out to the historic Estes Park Theater and got to see Dr. Sleep, and there was no better way to yeah. experience that movie Wow. Than to go there and watch it. The other
1: option is to go going uh, to drive in with your big wheel. That's about it, right? Yes, <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs>
2: um, so that's how I got to experience it. And obviously, most people know Danny Torrance, Jack Torrance, Wendy, Tarth, daddy's all these not characters. here, Mrs. Yep.
1: Sorensen. Yeah, at the Rom, finger Red round exactly. <laughs> hmm We know them all
2: from Stanley Kubrick's vision. Yes. Uh, the shocking. Right. The book by Stephen King. Yes. Uh, which we all probably
1: know that Stephen King is not a fan of. The creator oh, that hates his creation. Oh, right. that's right. oh yes, right. It was it was a clue on Ready Player One. That's right. A re- create creator that hates his creation. Very good. Yes. Uh huh. Right, he yeah. did not that version of it exactly. It is different, it, much different.
2: Yeah, it is a lot of it is completely different than the book. And I've read the book so many times growing up and in my adulthood, and then seeing mm-hmm. the shining Stanley Kubrick, you know, it's hard to separate ourselves from the Tauruses without thinking of Stanley Kubrick's the shining. Right,
0: it, it's become there, there are two separate animals.
1: And the thing is, this I, book I, I, really I, I completes I the him, story, it's in the book, differently. Yeah because right, this, the, what events in the story is what actually happened in the first book, I think, and some of it is right. I think so.
2: Yeah. So they actually remade The Shining. Oh. And um, they remade it with Stephen Weber and Rebecca De Mornay, and it was a TV series.
1: Oh, interesting.
2: Didn't, didn't get a lot of good.
1: Oh, I didn't hear cool of it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So this is a better um, play on it, yeah.
2: Yeah, they actually filmed some of that at the Stanley Hotel.
1: Okay. Very good. Um,
2: so another notable
1: movie filmed at the Stanley Hotel part of it was Dumb and Dumber with Jim oh. Carrey.
2: Oh, what part from Dumb and Dumber would do with it? So the part where they pull up in the Lamborghini. Oh yes. Part of the hotel right oh, that's
0: yeah. so nice. They start flashing
1: the money. <laughs>
2: <You know? laughs> yeah. And then the bar, they're walking up those steps. I, you know, oh, those steps my are right there. Gosh.
1: At the front. And then um, the uh, field, field, field trip. Field trip. Hey, yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, the bar scene where he sees the sign that says "Man walks on the moon." Uh huh. Oh and
2: yeah. he gets all Oh, that's your <laughs> bar, scene. right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the bar. They still have that newspaper clipping
1: on the wall. Nice. Nice. Gets There you go. Fandoms collide. That's so awesome! Oh my gosh! Yeah. Crazy stuff. So in this story, Danny's pretty much. How old is he in this one? He's got to be in his forties, right? Maybe so, Danny Torres? That
2: sounds, yeah, that sounds about right. Oh right, yeah. Yeah. To so tell us, growing up.
1: Yeah. So tell us about his life. What is his life like right now, too? I mean, for Danny, in this in so, the film. So,
2: yeah, with Danny Torres, he's grown up and uh, he's become an alcoholic, which yes. we could probably expect. A right. womanizer. Uh, yeah. Does uh, has very questionable morals. Right. Yes. Beginning of the story.
1: It's a hungry place, a dark place.
2: Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's a little bit different from the book in parts, and I guess we, ought, we should talk about that too, Okay, huh? yeah, yeah, go for it. But, uh, yeah, so Mike Flanagan, um, is the director of, uh,
1: Oh, you're both looking up. <laughs> no, no, our air conditioner went on, yeah. so I don't know if that's too noisy. Are <laughs> you hearing that, too? I like, what <laughs> is that? does that sound? Is the I air turner? I went overhead. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It's suspenseful. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Mike Flanagan checked the story, and, um, you know, he had already done general's Game, mm. uh, which was another Stephen King book, and everyone
2: thought that that was an unfilmable book, mm. because... The book is about a girl who is literally handcuffed to a bed for the entire story. Wow. Uh, And it's a psychological horror. Yeah. Kind of like what you were talking about. And so nobody thought that could ever be made into a movie, and Mike Flanagan took that and made it into an incredible movie. Wow. Um, So he already had an in with Stephen King when he decided he wanted to do Dr. Sleep. But Mm -hmm. he had to get approval from Stephen King and the Kubrick estate Mm -hmm. to film Dr. Sleep. Gotcha. Because he needed to somehow marry... The Doctor Sleep sequel. Yeah. Kubrick's world. Sure. And sure. he had to meld these two universes. Wow. And make them work somehow. So yeah. the only shot in the entire movie of Doctor Sleep that actually comes directly from The Shining mm-hmm. is the scene with the blood in the elevator. Yes.
1: Yes. huh. So exactly.
2: they reused that shot, but everything else was a complete recreation. And of course, we, you know what we see is, is new versions of Wendy and. Oh, Jack, and they did a ready. great
1: job of they did the essence of of both the car- the mom and dad and Scatman and Crothers too, which I yes. Did, yes and they really pulled in characters who got the they they got they imperson not impersonated they have the embodiment of them they just it was great yeah which Jack- is which is really hard to do it's sometimes. hard to do yes exactly did you
2: recognize who played Jack Torres.
1: Uh, I did not. Who who is that?
2: You did not. That
1: is none other than Henry Thomas, who has been in a lot
2: of planning. What? Clark, oh wow! Wait. Who who, played Elliott on ET. No,
1: that's awesome! Wow. Okay, we're all getting a little older. We're <laughs> so. So
2: getting
1: a lot older. Now. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Ron, well, is that okay? With the air can air conditioner? No, okay. So. okay. We're just checking. We got, the air was it came on? It wasn't. It wasn't scary. No ghosts or nothing. It feels really good in here. Good. It feels good. Awesome. Um, yes yeah I think they did a wow it's amazing and sometimes that's what you know instead of just doing a CGI that would have been you know but this is good that they they, they they took it they took, they refashioned it is what they did too right
2: yeah absolutely it takes a minute to get used to it
1: yeah but you, you know? get it yeah but when they start there's certain things about well with, with um well I'm with the Shelly Shelly um Shelly no, uh, Shelley Duvall Shelly Duvall she has that, that unique look and this lady captured it on um this is a different twit Okay, I'm gonna go off on a tangent for a second. Have you seen Have you seen uh, the new Jumanji: The Next Level Up? Have you seen that one? Okay, here's what's really funny about people um, taking the persona of someone else and without Have you seen that one or not? Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, you know, in Jumanji, you jump in and you're the character, right? Well, different people play them, and Danny DeVito ended up in the Rock's body. So the funny thing is, the way he says his stuff. Where are we at now? But they all had the body language, and he actually jumped bodies a couple times because he was also an Asian lady, too. But they all, they all like had Danny DeVito, they had it down. And it's funny in this one, the same thing, too. They actually got the essence of the Tauruses, right? And I think that's awesome. That's what you're looking for. Enough to go, yep, that's them. <laughs>
2: did little tricks. If you notice, like there's a scene where they're sitting on the couch, Wendy and Danny. Yes. And um, they have, uh, she has her long black hair, and they combed it in a fashion so her ears stuck out from the hair to make it feel like Shelly Duval was yes. there. Yes. Yes. Uh, so they did these little tricks, you know. And I kept wondering to myself as I was rewatching it, is that her real teeth? You know, did they oh. or did they put on something else over that to make it look like Shelly Duval's teeth? Yes. Um, yes. The, Little little things that they did that just makes it really stand out. Yeah.
0: Was was Stephen King um, close to uh, closer to this production of the movie? That's a good question. He was was like Stanley Kubrick. Sounds like he is, huh? Kind Of, like, a, you know, I don't want to make the same mistake
2: twice, like George
1: Lucas coming back to Star Wars, that kind exactly. of thing, exactly. So yeah, Mike
2: Flanagan, uh, said in an interview that, uh, he was very nervous, he took the finished movie up came sure. to King's The oh my god, and That's made, horror, right there. <laughs> and, <laughs> <that's No>. horror, <laughs> yeah. and in the interview, he said that he was, you know, staring at his feet the whole time, and he was ready to vomit, um, <laughs> because you know, if Stephen King hates it, he's not going to shut up about it. Right. I mean, yes look at how vocal he still is about Stanley Kubrick right but apparently right. his reaction was extremely favorable oh um, good. he said that he did an amazing job bridging the two very good and that uh, it's reported in the article that Stephen King actually is now fonder of Kubrick's version because of
1: this oh good it back up the pipe it made it oh he appreciates it. that's great good yeah see how yeah. it connects hey that's what a filmmaker does though right trying to brings someone's story treats it the right way right makes it work that's awesome
2: that's one of, one of the things that makes me respect flanagan so much um i know like with the haunting of hill house um he didn't stick to shirley jackson's novel when mm. he redid it and nice. a lot of people considered that just abominable i mean yeah. that was like the worst sin you could commit but right yep the thing is is that he made such a new beautiful creation out of it that sure. i don't even care right you know
1: you know what I love about this is, and a little note I had here was um, it's funny that Dan. now we find out more about what The Shining is right? which is a gift
2: you're magic like me
1: I don't know about magic I I always called it The Shining and we talk about that a little bit and it's funny that, that Danny uh, doesn't like to use it and he's always in that kind of half drunk state of whatever Talk a little bit about that, maybe that's a, the, the that's what one thing we want to hit, but the shining, what, what it is.
3: Well, the shining is like a psychic gift yeah. that um, yeah. different characters have and right. use. Um, everybody has their own um, uh, way of uh, their own abilities. I kind of lost my train of thought there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. And they all, like the little girl he met too, right? She has yeah, so they, yeah,
3: everybody has a different type of ability or a different level of abilities. Yeah. And um, Danny really hasn't used his gift much since he was a kid. Right. Um. Doc, or I'm sorry, um,
1: Doc. Yeah. Scareyant uh, brothers, right?
3: No, um, Dick O'Hall- or Dick Halloran.
1: Okay. Oh, that's right.
3: Oh my gosh! I yeah. This just totally messed up my head <laughs> <talking> <laughs> it's okay.
1: But he called him Doc. He called Danny Doc, right? Yeah,
3: he calls Danny Doc. That's what his parents called him. Yeah. So Dick Halloran, you know, he, he comes around. And, of course, he's, he's dead. He's a ghost, But yeah. he still visits Danny. Yeah. And he, he convinces him that these, these demons, the evil creatures and things from the Overlook Hotel that have been following him... Uh, throughout his childhood he needs to lock them away in boxes
1: yes yes
3: and so that's what he does he creates these boxes inside his mind and he locks them away so that they can't harm him yes. anymore whatsoever right.
1: yes and that's interesting because his ability is more of the ability to do mental mental oh what's the word for it he he because that's how he's also called the doc right because he helps people sleep he's he's, he's a way of Mentally, uh, uh, I don't know How you describe his gift It's pretty interesting, yeah
3: Yeah, like, he uh, puts images into people's minds
1: that's And what it he is. can read
3: minds, telepathy that's, Things that's, like that
1: Right, gotcha And did we ever find yeah. out who his 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 second, his little friend what, You know, who he was That was The Shining talking through him, right?
3: Exactly, so right. Tony is really explaining Dr. Sleep, can sleep the I don't know you do, too. To me. Don't
2: want to. Please.
3: No. Tony, Tony. Yes. And he is the gift. Yes. And he always called it Tony because that was his way as a kid to deal with it like it was an imaginary friend.
1: Yes, yes. Because, yeah, they all didn't know how to explain it exactly. Yeah. Wow. So as
3: an adult, he uses his gift. To help people transition from life to death. So Perfect. he works in hospice. Thus Dr. Sweet. And he helps give them pleasant memories and Aww. and brings that back in the forefront for them Yes. Uh, in order to help them transition into death.
1: Wow. Wow. He's, there's so many levels of things here of just like how it all works and he, the healing for him too, right? As he helped other people. And he, he always seemed to work like with one arm tied behind his back because he didn't yes. want until he learned how to control it too, so... Wow. But think about this this shock and trauma he'd been through just in his family, right? That would explain a lot too. Wow. And then we have the enemies of the who love, they love the shine a little too much, right? That's like they feed on it. That's an interesting concept. Let's talk about that a little bit.
3: Yeah, so I see, you know, Rose the Hat and her Mary Banda travelers. Yes. Um they're called the true knot, and yeah. it's the family, a family of travelers. They are together bound together by the shining, Yeah. Which they call steam. Mm-hmm. So they call it something completely different, which yeah. is interesting because then it's not this world known concept. Yeah. You know, it's everybody has their own definition of what this is. Um, so her family—they live off steam, and yes. we get the the notion from the movie that they've lived for centuries, mm-hmm. um, and they continue to live off the steam. They're vampires, pretty uh, much. Yeah, like it's that. a vampire. It's yeah. a vampiric uh, way of doing it. Um, it. It reminds me of uh, you know vampires that feed off energy or things like that. Uh-huh. Yep. Danny, that's your name, isn't it? Well, something happens to the steam when you lubes get older. It gets polluted, dirty.
1: You know that. I see the grease all over you. You don't shine quite the same. Growing up spoils that, I guess. And they're and they're, like well, she's very beautiful, very hypnotic, and then and they prey on the young because the young must have a much more, in, you know, they haven't hidden it yet, right? So they hunt they hunt children pretty much. So. It's not
3: polluted by the world
1: Yes as right. Of yet Right That part was a little Some of that was disturbing Because in movies You know They don't often show kids getting They didn't really show it But it's still like Wow that's That you could see Why kids get traumatized Yeah Wow
3: Absolutely And you see what You know In The Shining What Danny had to deal with That they overlooked Just with oh. His abilities Yes You know yeah. And then here comes along A new girl When Danny's an adult And
1: Oh that was great he became the mentor Abra she became the mentor she has telekinesis African American girl and uh, but he it heals him because he's able to help her you know what it reminds you of too it's a lot like the sixth sense in a lot of ways like the sixth sense remember that the Uh little boys yeah they were helping each other to work through stuff you know and uh, it helped him to help her to help her to help him right it was pretty, pretty cool right And then you saw a lot more of their abilities, too, like how the world, you know, there is uh, elements of um, the Inception in there, where things moved, the world moved around them.
3: Yeah, Yeah, it was was very interesting how they could almost send the world to their will.
1: Yeah, right.
3: Kind of like an Inception or a Wanted or, you know, something to that effect. Um, But it was much different, and we see them entering each other's worlds and even taking over bodies. Right,
1: mental worlds, yeah, yep. Yeah. And that the neat thing was the way that he finally re- – and what's funny is when that Rose the Hat found out about him, she goes, how did you hide from me from all these years? And then the funny thing is when they took the steam from people, they taste their essence. Like the little girl was a flower like lavender. And when she tasted um, him, she goes, oh, he's like um, – was it whiskey or something? So he, she, could, she could taste his essence of – yeah, it was really interesting. Their whole – they really took the person that t- 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 took away from their – their abilities, yeah, it's crazy.
3: Which is probably, again, going back to why they feed on them when they're children, because their steam is not polluted yet by right. the world.
1: Yes, right, yeah. But the neat thing was, this, the solving of this became going back and resolving those old issues with the hotel and his dad and everything, right? That was Absolutely. wild. That was wild.
3: And, yeah, and you know, there's a scene right at the beginning of chapter three that just really got to me. Um So it's broken up into six different chapters. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, chapter three is called The Little Spy. And this is when we really get to know Abra. But at the beginning of this chapter, we actually, Mike Flanagan, the director, he has the shot focused on the Overlook Bar, Mm -hmm. where we have some of the most famous scenes with Jack Nicholson. Right. Um, And right there just on the bar is, is a whiskey glass with just, like, a finger of whiskey in yep, it. Yep, And it's like the Overlook is waiting for him. Yes. Like, it's, it's reopening for business. It's getting ready.
1: The lights to come on, too. They start to flicker a little bit when he comes in, right?
3: Yeah, yes. yeah. When yeah. he finally goes back to the Overlook and everything starts to come alive again. But it, it's that scene that kind of meant so much. It was like the darkness from the Overlook was trying to take over Danny again into... Lure him back to like it. His
1: dad, yeah. So
3: that he could then become what his father became.
1: Right. Oh, and there's the struggle right there. That's a pretty powerful. The song. Overlook is a character itself. The Everlook is a character. Come and play with us, Daddy. Forever and ever. And uh, and what's neat is the two little girls sort of put it in perspective. They said. Come play with us and what's funny is you realize to them a lot of it's a game and he became the chaser now for the little girl and when she didn't play the game he goes, well, that's not how the game's played you're supposed to run and because she 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 changed the rules of the game and it 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 turned the whole thing around right it's crazy
3: absolutely yeah absolutely. You know, um, it's interesting to me, like, you know, considering the Overlook as a character in itself. Yes. You know, I I saw the resemblance between, you know, Rose the Hat and the True Knot feeding on these little children. Yeah. And in The Shining, we see the Overlook Hotel is feeding on Danny. Yes. And feeding on his team. Right. Throughout that movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, And Dick's team as well. Yeah. And, you know, again, it... It's kind of like um, the haunting of Hill House, where the house itself is feeding yes. on the people that live there. So it's kind of an interesting tie-in with the haunting of Hill House that you know Flanagan kind of brings to light, whether you know knowingly or not. But it's all about the darknesses, and, and I wrote this down watching it. But the darkness can feed off the light, but the light is always going to overcome everything. Amen.
1: That's we know that's the truth. <laughs> that's right. Yep. <laughs> And but, it, but 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 you know what's funny? We've talked about this a couple episodes. Are the heroes need to go through that growth because Danny would have stayed in that loop unless he got that push, the hero's journey, right? And you have to sometimes face that dark and move through it and past it and destroy it to grow. And the thing is, and it might sac- you might have to sacrifice in the meantime. But the character becomes who they need to, and he passed on to the next generation too. It's pretty awesome. How it did, too. And uh, there was something else in there. What was it going to say? Um, oh, shoot. About the Overlook of t- Oh, yeah. When Abra walked in, did you notice the difference of the lighting? Yes. It went crazy. And they're like, whoa, wait a minute. This guy's got something. But she, So they, it knows. it knows, It's almost like it's almost like an indicator of the, how much shining you have. <laughs> it's just crazy. Like, we want her, you know? And the game wait, began. Sir,
3: can you imagine... Like
1: if Danny had never turned off his shining. Oh, yes, yes. The shine, what he would have been like as an
3: adult.
1: Yes, yes, exactly. And uh, right, he, he missed out on a lot. and But the great thing is, he had, he saw, it's almost like I can compare, like we see our parents doing things and go, I'm not going to do that. It's like we, he saw what his dad said. He I'm not going to go that route. And he got to turn and say, I'm not going that down that path. The drink takes a drink. And then the drink takes a man. Ain't it so, Dad? Are you gonna take your medicine? I'm not. You know. And uh, it's crazy, you know. But the very—it's a good redemption story. Really was. Really yeah. There's was. a
3: real poignant moment in there where where Danny is holding a chip. Yes. In his hand, and he's talking about I, I saw something like this in my dad's hand.
1: Oh, wait. He held it what now? Little. What was it? Again? Uh,
3: The AA chip. Oh, the AA chip,
1: that's right. That's right. He battled with it too. He went through the whole thing.
3: It was a very strong moment there where it's reflecting back and he's actually becoming his father or would have become his father if he hadn't stopped right there. And it it almost makes it like the AA chip is that thing that kind of stops him in his tracks and says, you know, I'm not going to turn into my father. But then Abra comes along and really pushes him over the edge.
1: Yes. Right, to to go, he had to go the extra mile and to do the job that he was supposed to do. Which, if I can say in the book, you know, the overlook is no longer right, and his goal was to take it down, you know, and that's what happened. So, there was one epic struggle of because I think in the original one, it it blew up, is what it did because they just let the pumps go or something, right? Because that was, yeah,
3: in the original book, the overlook is destroyed by Jack Torrance,
1: yes. Right, he did his job. After he
3: tells his son, I love you, and then oh, he wow. blows up the, the overlook. So, you know, that, and then of course at the end of The Shining, the movie, you know, he just freezes to
1: death. Right, right. That's probably why Stephen King said, No, there's more, you know? yeah. So, yeah. wow. Did they ever have Resolution, though? He and Jack? Did he ever have? That's not Jack. Well, yeah, yeah. You no, know, so
3: I, in the book Doctor's Sleep from, and, and this is actually a book I've not read yet. Okay. So I'm just going to be, yeah, up front there. I have not read it yet, and it's one that I've been meaning to read for years. Yeah. Um, but from what I understand, Overlook Hotel is does not show up in the book at all.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, got it. <laughs> okay, gotcha. So this is more of so a time. Yeah. The, you know, that this was, was, one was
3: one of the things Flanagan had to overcome yeah. to bridge the two together, is that in, in Stephen King's multi-universe, you know, universe, oh, <laughs>
1: yes, we know that one. So Overlook <laughs> doesn't
3: exist, and in this universe, in Stanley Kubrick's universe, it does exist. Right. So he had to
1: bring that together somehow we did a didn't you, a while back it's called the purest of fandom where trying to get the book and the movie and they are different they're not going to always line up and some people have a hard time with. That. like i say yeah there's two different
0: animals so you're kind of playing homage to and maybe in some aspects doing a little bit of repair work yes you know in the eyes of stephen king yeah you know and and uh and that side of it you know, honoring the movie. Right. And then at the same time playing, uh, or playing homage to the movie and then honoring the actual content in the book. Yes. It. It's a it's a fine line oh, it to kind is. Of
1: balance and play with. Yep. So anything else that we did not cover Um, that you want to hit that, that really stood out to you from that movie? You me?
3: know, I think it's, it was interesting, you know, just to, to bridge it even a little bit more to Christianity, mm-hmm. you know. The light and the dark you oh. know there's there was a moment where dr john asked danny what, what do you want to do you know and yes. this is where he ends up putting him in a hospice oh. uh, work environment yes and he asked him you know well, what about your beliefs and you know danny says well uh, beliefs my beliefs our beliefs don't define us it's our actions mm. that define us and right. and we know from the bible that it says you know that uh, you'll know know him by his works. Yep. You know, that the beliefs are what drive us to do good things. And I thought that was really interesting that, that he put it that way, that it's not the belief that defines a person,
1: but the action. To step out that onto that belief, person. yeah.
0: Well, yeah, you know, when he sent the disciples out, he didn't say, go and memorize these things. It's yeah, like, no, God, right. It's like, no, and... Make. Yeah.
1: Make disciples, that's right. <laughs> uh, application, and that's perfect for today, because a lot... Well, if you want to tie it in, a lot of people... Maybe they've lost their faith or don't know what it is. And it's like actions, right? When you step out. And we just did a, um, we did a piece recently. Well, will come out. But the imaginary and people have ideas. What do you do with them? You know, if you have belief, show us, right? And then that's how the world changes. And obviously, Danny's world totally changed. And he was happy finally for once, right? He had resolution. And, uh, and other people saw it. And other people, lights came on. It's awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. So, that's good Good timing. So, it doesn't have to end a ho- as a horror story, does it? <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Oh, it's good. Well, this has been really good. So, okay, Rudy, are you going to go watch Dr. Sleep? Yes. Yes. I was going to anyway. I didn't. Have, <laughs> but pushed, so, we pushed him from belief to action. <laughs> so, I believe is a good movie. Yes, well done. And, uh, oh, there's this. We didn't really get to everything in it, but that's okay because we didn't spoil it for you. But enough to know that it's got some really good, good stuff in there, man. You know, so there you go. And yes. uh, I hope that uh, and it's great. Is you know what? Uh, I hope and we will. will be doing more pieces and with horror and suspense and stuff like that. So we're really we're glad. Welcome to the team. I think this has been fun.
0: Yeah. I mean, Thank you. you yeah. Know, like we said, the you know the the genre is kind of you know bleeding into a you know other. You know, other Doctor genres. Strange, and, you know, yeah, Doctor Strange and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Multiverse of Madness. I think yes, it's called. And, right. Uh, uh, I know it didn't get the greatest reviews, but the New Mutants movie kind of tiptoes along. that Brightburn. What's that?
1: Oh, Brightburn. 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 Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we'll. uh You know what? We'll. Uh, it's. It's so hard to pick some of these, but we'll definitely pick and some we'll, more.
0: We'll have uh, plenty of content. Yeah, That's
1: plenty sure. of content, and then and and, like your dog says, <laughs> if you want to translate. Um, but blog posts we'd love to see some of those okay <laughs> yeah Danny's not here mom <laughs> that's right dog's not Tony right just checking yeah, we're gonna wrap yeah. it up yes exactly red rum no not red rum so there you go red rum this <laughs> at my neighbor's house that's alright no that's okay we're gonna go ahead and tie up today but this has been great we really really enjoyed hanging out with you and uh, we'll do it again soon that's awesome yes absolutely so, so thank you so much so we're gonna go ahead and uh We're going to go ahead and check out that movie And uh, I'm still Gary I'm still Rudy I'm Angie Martin (laughs) And class is dismissed I could almost hear it Screaming
2: I could hear it dying And deep inside I knew I knew you were okay
1: I'm sorry I put you in danger It was the only
3: way I know. Thanks for listening to Neology 101. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button and stay up to date with what's new in the fandom universe. You can find Necology 101 on Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, or wherever you enjoy listening to podcasts. We love to hear from our fans, and your input makes this show possible. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at God Among Geeks, or you can email us at Neology 101 class at gmail.com we know you have a lot of fandom choices out there so thanks for including us in your fandom universe because we are still the knights who say neek
1: neekology 101
2: is in association with wolf moon sound production